you know, I know that many of us really, you know, like the idea that, oh, we're intuitive and we want to be more intuitive. But one of the things I've really come to know is it's almost more important to learn telepathic communication, which is a little bit different. So I want to explain that a little bit, and we'll go over some things and things that we can do as well. So, you know, at knowing intuition is really kind of an intuitive um, knowing in a sense. It's really more like connecting with your heart, your soul, your gut instincts, your feelings. You know, you get those intuitive nudges like, oh, I think I need to call somebody because somebody that we love and care about because something may be going on and we just get this nudge. I need to reach out and connect, you know. There's so many different things that can be intuitive nudges. But I want to explain the difference between telepathic communication. Now, telepathic communication is really a thought transfer between humans, between animals, even between species, between angels, guides, anything, basically. It's an intuitive knowing, a listening, a connecting. So, and of course, it's considered like an ESP ability, extrasensory ability, because it's beyond the five physical senses. It's more an extra physical sense, you know, or a metaphysical sense. So, and we have so many different other senses besides just our physical senses. In fact, this is really an innate natural ability for all humans. But we've really just somehow learned to um, kind of limit that ability in a sense, you know, and fear and doubts limit us. The more you keep going into fear and going into doubts, the more limitations that you have. And they say it actually creates almost like a jelly-like substance in your brain that just limits things, limits thought transfer and stuff. But we've also been trained to really think in a more mechanical, linear, logical fashion, you know, and not everybody has really developed that intuitive side, that spiritual side, that consciousness side. And many people have a balance of both, you know, and that's actually more ideal, you know, where we can be logical and, um, you know, just kind of linear but we can also be very intuitive, very telepathic. So, you know, there's many people who constantly encourage their intuitive side and they remain more open. I mean, I know I've always been like that. And you remain more capable of easily accessing those delicate vibrational fields of transdimensional communications. We're communicating between beings of all kinds. There's really no limit to it, which is really quite exciting. So people who are more empathic, they feel more, more intuitive in a sense, they might more easily be able to use telepathy. It's kind of like tuning to a particular radio station. But more importantly, it's more like wrapping your conscious awareness. Now, our conscious awareness extends out beyond our physical body. You know, it goes into our energy field our auric field, our Merkaba, whatever. But if you can connect with somebody else's consciousness field, then you can easily communicate. So there's actually no barriers of language or limitation. You can communicate with your animals, um, and they can communicate back with you in words that you understand. You can communicate with your guides, your angels, um, 
you know, ancestors. There's, there's so many possibilities, as well as just people we love and care about, you know, our family and stuff. So it's, you know, I bet you that most people here have done telepathic communication. We just don't always label it, you know. Like I mentioned in my recent blog post, it's like, do you know, one of my cats actually taught me this a long time ago. And she, this particular cat, I always tended to have three cats. When one would go, another one would show up or something. But this particular one, um, her name was White Kitty. My son brought her home. She was abandoned, and she was beautiful. She was all white with a yellow and a blue eye, but he didn't want to name her, so we called her White Kitty. But anyway, she was very close to me for some reason, and just a most loving little being. Every time I would, like, travel to teach and I'd go away for a few days, you know, um, every time I'd went away, when I came back, she would, like, didn't want to look at me. She didn't want to talk to me, you know, sometimes for, like, a couple of weeks, two or three weeks. And I finally said to her, why are you so mad at me? And do you know what? She said to me very clearly, and these are the exact words I heard, why don't you tell me you're coming back? And I thought, oh, I get it. She was abandoned, you know? So, of course, she had that fear, you know? And she didn't know that I was planning on returning. I would just take off. So after that, I got it. And what I would do with her is, especially if she saw me take my suitcase out, I would say, okay, look, I am going to go. And I would send her the image of day, night, day, night, day, night, and then me coming back in the door, all happy to see her. And she'd get it. Okay, great. Thank you. You know? And she wouldn't be stressed about it. She wouldn't stop eating because I was away or something. And every time that I was coming back, and I was driving up the road, coming to my house, I would send her an image of me coming in the door. And she'd be right there waiting for me. Like she got it. She would pick up on it. So it was like, okay. And I realized that that's how we basically communicate. And it's really through images. It's through sounds. Um, it can even be through sense. Um, you know, it's, it's just kind of like an instant communication in a sense. So um, it's really kind of interesting. So here's an example too. Have you ever, I mean, I like to do this just for fun. You know, your phone rings and you just get an instant sense. It's like, oh, I know exactly who that is. I bet you that's so-and-so. And it is, you know, and it's almost like a telepathic communication. Like, you know, they're saying, oh, I need to talk to Jane. And all of a sudden I get, oh, there's so-and-so, and my phone rings, and that's who it is. You know, I know I don't get that sense if it's somebody I don't know or if it's a spam call or a marketing call. I don't pick up on that at all. But if it's somebody that I know, I always tend to pick up on it. So I bet you you guys do that as well. Many people do. Or, you know, like I said before, sometimes you might have a sense, oh, I really need to, like somebody keeps popping up in my thoughts or in my dreams. This is more an intuitive sense. I need to call them. I need to see what's going on with them. I had something like this happen a number of years ago, probably almost 40 years ago, where I woke up in the morning from a dream that my younger brother, who I was very close to, was um, something happened to him where he might die. But then I got the image that he was going to be okay. And it jarred me out of my sleep. And the interesting thing is my son, who was in the other room, 
he was about five years old at the time. He was dreaming, and he, he called out his name. And I was like, what's going on? And about an hour later, I get a phone call that my brother was in ICU, and it was very serious, but I knew he was going to be okay. You know, so that's kind of a, a communication in a sense. So, you know, telepathic communication is something that we're all moving toward, you know, and they say within the next decade, we're going to be utilizing it more and more because we're going to be opening up and utilizing more of our consciousness, our conscious abilities, which are really innate. You know, we all have this ability. Absolutely anyone can learn how to use this, right? You know, I kind of call it the internet, you know, and of course we've been supplied with the internet where we can instantly connect with information all around the world, right? But the challenge is there's good and there's bad there, you know? Um, It can show us how, yeah, information can be instantaneously shared. But at the same time, we've become dependent upon the mechanical function of it, you know, our computers or our phones, instead of our instincts and our inner knowing. That's more instantaneous, and it's actually more accurate than words, because our words, believe it or not, have limitations. There's only so much you can describe with the words of our language, and there's so much more. The other thing that's really interesting is with telepathy, there's really no secrets, you know, and it's really interesting because they say that, like, there's no secrets from our angels and our guides and, you know, star family and stuff like that. Like, they feel and know everything that we're feeling and expressing and doing. So they're very aware of that. So we use things like images, sound, emotions, sense, feelings, and it can come in as an instantaneous, instantaneous package of information. Like when I'm working with someone and with their permission, we connect with their guides, their angels, their higher self, whatever, their ancestors, their Akashic records. Um, with their permission, and I invite them to come forth and gather. And when we ask them very specific questions, I just get these packets of information that can come in almost instantaneously. So it's really quite interesting, but it is a little bit different than intuition. And both can kind of interact with each other. Um, But the more we develop telepathy, the more we can use this skill. And the more you practice, the easier it becomes. In fact, it becomes instinctual. So if you have a partner or a loved one that you're very connected with, you often know it's like you say something to your partner and they go, I was just thinking the exact same thing. You know, we pick up on that all the time. You know, how often do we do that? That's kind of a form of telepathic communication because we're connecting with each other's consciousness. There's that informational field, that unified field that we're all connected to. There's no limits to it. So we can connect with even loved ones that might be a thousand miles away. And for some reason, if something happens with them, that can be serious, you know, like an accident or an injury or just a trauma, we can instantly feel it. Our plants can actually feel it too, which is very interesting. You know, you might have read the book, oh God, this was a number of years ago called The Secret Life of Plants. And they've actually connected plants to little electrodes and their 
caretaker, you know, the, the person that has their plants, can be, you know, 50 miles away. And if something happens to them, they sense it and feel it. Same thing with our animals. It's really interesting, isn't it? It's like they're instantly connected. So animals, we can actually use telepathy very easily with our animals. And mainly, I like to use images to send them images. You know, like let's say, is it time to eat? You know, for some sometimes they learn those particular phrases that we use over and over again. They're trained to do that. Or we can just use an image and send it to them. And they look at us and respond. You know, sometimes they're trying to tell us things too, which is very interesting. So, but really, one of the things that's really happened is our programming has really gotten in the way of this innate ability, right? It does limit us. Sometimes we're taught, oh, this is nonsense, it's all woo-woo, it's not real, people make things up, you know, and we ridicule it. We think that, oh, that's, what is this weird stuff that she's doing, you know? Sometimes it makes me feel a little funny when I put the information out, and I know my friends and family are seeing this, and they might not be attuned to it. They might think I'm a little bit nuts. But at the same time, there's an innate curiosity because we all know instinctually that, yeah, this is something that we can actually use to our benefit, right? So, and I want to make a distinction that it's actually not channeling. Channeling, you know, when I look at channeling, it's actually something where you allow another being or consciousness to enter your body and utilize your body and your voice. Now, I don't really teach that. I don't really encourage that because it can be dangerous. You really don't know who you're inviting in to your own sacred space in a sense. So that's a little bit different. Um, But telepathy is something that basically all other star beings utilize. They can communicate with each other, even from different star systems, different languages, does not matter. It's an instant communication of a knowingness with the words that we understand or the whole picture of understanding that isn't limited by the words. So that's really fascinating to me. And it's really, well, let me just back up a little bit too. Even the idea of automatic writing, you know, yes, sometimes we can call that channeling, but that's one of the things that I've always liked to do because it's easy. I mean, you can do that as well. The real key is to learn how to silence the mind chatter. You know, the thoughts, the fears, the doubts, the worries, the things that keep us, our mind busy going around in a loop. Meditation can be an excellent practice for that. Grounding is also very important, but really quieting, being able to just come into a state of stillness, having a clear intention um, is also a very important part here, too. So when you're actually looking to communicate with angels and guides, automatic writing can be a great way to start, too. One of the things I like to do is like if I sit and meditate for a little bit and really come to that place of expanded awareness and stillness, and a quiet mind, then I like having like a a notepad and pen next to me, and I may write a question that I really want to know more about, more in depth, and then you just start automatically writing, and the information comes. It's, you know, it's a telepathic communication between species, 
right? So think of it that way. It's a telepathic communication. It's really not channeling where they're coming into my body and using my voice. That's a little bit different. But you can just start writing and writing and writing, and then you read it and go, oh, my God, this is wonderful information. You know, and a lot of it can seem like we're being reminded. You know, how many times have you done something and, or learned something and you think, oh, I already knew this. I just needed to be reminded that I knew this. You know, I remember a number of years ago, I think it was back in 99, I went to school for intuitive diagnosis. And it was very easy for me. And I remember thinking, oh, I just needed to be reminded how to do it, that I could do it. You know, um, and there's so many things that can come up that way for us. So just be aware of that things that are kind of instinctual to us, you know. So that unified field is something that we're all connected to. It's like life strength, and we have to recognize it. So if we continuously set our intention to be more connected to this unified field, if we are, if we are kind of encouraged, we're intentional, we're making a commitment to our spiritual journey in a sense, then we become more adept at really stepping above our limitations of our human perspective. It's easier for us to do that. And the more you expand your ability to freely converse with other life forms, it can be plants, you know, it can be trees, it can be animals, it can be angels, guides, family members, you know, you're really connecting. But what you're doing is kind of allowing your consciousness field, like let's say with a person that you love, right? Somebody in your family or a partner or a best friend, you can connect your consciousness field with their consciousness field. It's like you go over to their consciousness field and you feel and sense what they're feeling, what they're sensing, what they're thinking, you know, and vice versa. You know, I can send an image or a message. And this is a fun little practice if anybody wants to do that. If you have somebody that you're close to, you may want to practice sending them an image or a message. Like, let's say your partner, and it's like, oh, they're on their way home from work. And I want to send them the message to oh, pick up some ice cream, pick up some ice cream for us. Ice cream would be wonderful. And you just keep sending that image or that message for a bit. You connect with their consciousness. And all of a sudden they said, oh, I just had this urge to get ice cream. And they bring it home. <laughs> you know, like it can be as simple as that. So, you know, there's fun little ways to practice with that. Um, and I'm going to really teach some of this stuff when we do a class, a workshop on it. And there's a variety of little skills that you can do um, that, such as even like using a deck of cards. Um, I remember a number of years ago, I was living in Vermont at the time, and I had this friend who was um, a spiritual healer, psychic, intuitive, and she was teaching these little classes. So a friend of mine and I went to one of her classes. We went to a series of classes, actually. And it was so fun because I already had a number of in-depth training and consciousness utilization and skills. And in this class, it might have been a group of eight of us. And she was really teaching us kind of telepathy but it was like psychic, intuitive kind of abilities. So she had these little ESP cards that had things like 
One might have a circle, one might have a triangle, one might have a square, one might have wavy lines, that kind of thing. And we had to pair up with people. And since we had an odd number of people, I had to pair up with her, the teacher. And what we had to do was pick up a card and look at it and project that image to the other person and see what their response would be. And we wouldn't tell them till we got to the end um, how many they got right. And she said, normally 20% of the time, you're going to get things right just by chance, but which was true with just most people. For me, I got about 70 to 80% correct the first time we did this. And it was just, it was easier for me to pick this up because I already had some skill and training in it. Um, and other people were just learning it. But I just thought it was a fun thing to do. You know, I would get this in my practice over the years. I was a naturopathic doctor and an iridologist doing analysis of the eyes. And sometimes, you know, I would say to somebody, well, do you know what your blood type is? And they'd be like, no, I don't. And all of a sudden, this image would pop up. And I'd say, oh, you're a B blood type. And I would test it. And sure enough, that's what they were. Like the um, information when I would ask for it would show up. You know, like we can really learn how to use some of this stuff. So, you know, we can use this with people as well as really practice it with animals. I mean, they're kind of a fun, um, or even children, you know, um, because they don't let their consciousness get in the way, you know, their fears, their doubts, and their limitations around it. It's much more instinctual for them. You know, like if you have animals, like we have a couple of dogs, and they're so cute. But if they want to tell me something, it's so funny because, you know, I'll even tell my husband sometimes, like, "Ah, this is what she wants right now. Like, she'll get up and make these actions, you know, or show me something. And it's like, but totally quiet. And it's like, yep, I know exactly what she's instinctually trying to communicate to me. You know, we all do that. So it's, it's really an interesting process that we can all develop even more of. So I really want to encourage people to do that. Now, one of the reasons why it's very helpful to develop this is because we can develop communication with our angels, with our guides, with our star family, with our ancestors. And when we put out a clear intention and ask to really connect with them, to really show us who they are, to assist us. You know, our, I used to teach my kids this even when they were little. We all have guardian angels, which was my belief. And they can do absolutely anything to assist us, but they can't do anything unless we ask because we have free will. But once you ask and once you set the intention, oh, they're happy to assist. They're happy to communicate. They're happy to guide you. You know, they're happy to protect you. So it's really just a matter of communicating. You could live for 100 years and never ask your guides or your angels for assistance, and they don't do anything. You know, and then you wonder, well, see, well, how come I don't think I have any guides or angels? But you do. We just don't, you know, we haven't learned how to communicate with them. So it's, it's really a fascinating little practice. So when we utilize... Um, biofield clearing, which is one of the things that I developed and I teach practitioners, where with somebody's um, permission, you know, we connect with their angels, their guides, their higher self, their ancestors, 
star family, whoever wants to come in, their medical assistance team, and we invite them into the conversation. And there's very specific intention around it. Like whatever their main concerns are, which is what they're asking about, maybe it's a relationship issue, maybe it's a health issue, maybe it's financial concerns. We connect with them and we ask them what's going on here, what needs to be healed, to be released, to be cleared, what are the doubts, the fears, the limitations, the stuck emotions, what are the blocked energy, what are the psychic cords, or um, there's, there's so many different things that we utilize through a series of charts. What are the archetypal patterns that they're stuck in that keep showing us the same things and that limit us or block us? So then once we determine it, we can um, release it, we can neutralize it, we can kind of turn off those triggers that limit us. And the more we do that, the more we communicate with them. And we're doing this through dowsing. I teach my practitioners how to use a biotensor instead of a pendulum or instead of kinesiology, because it's a very easy tool. So anyway, but this is just, the more we do it, and the more we connect with our angels or our guides or our ancestors or star family, the more they're happy to just instantaneously connect with us because we develop a relationship with them. You see, and it's really um, amazing to me because you start to feel their energy, their essence, their power, their spirit, their vibration. And that's the key right there is the vibration. It's like getting to know the vibration. Let's say you have a particular guardian angel and you want to get to know them a little bit more. And I remember doing this, you know, back in my 20s, I'd walk around going, I wonder if I have any guides. I wonder if I have any angels, you know. And then over the years, um, I actually had a 70-acre medicinal herb farm that I developed, and I started working with the plant spirits and the tree spirits. And, you know, just I realized just by doing that, the communication just blossomed. And then I used to joke about it. I think I have thousands of guides. You know, it's like, because we can get so much information and insights from so many different sources, including other species, whether they're plant, animal, interdimensional, doesn't matter. So, you know, that's really helpful. Here's one example of what we can do to communicate with nature. Now, let's say you want to go for a hike into a beautiful area, and you just go. But if you were to actually intentionally send a communication first to say, oh, I want to go explore this area and I will do no harm to nature, but I want to know if it's also safe. Is it safe for me to enter this, this space? And just tune in for a second. Just stop and see what you notice. You might notice, oh, a beautiful scent in the breeze of some flowering plants nearby, or you might notice some warmth coming in from the sun and that feels very inviting. Or you might notice all of a sudden a bee is chasing you. Or um, this happened to me one time. I was hiking through um, by myself. A friend I was visiting, they had 80 acres behind their house. So I, I went for a hike through the woods. I'd never been there before. It was like so fascinating, just following the trail. I had no idea where I was going. And I stepped over this little stream, started going up the hill, and the, the trail split. And I was thinking, well, which way should I go? 
And then all of a sudden, I got this smell of a really rank smell. It was almost like fresh bear poop or something. And instead of ignoring it, I went, oh, thank you very much. That was nature's communication with me that it wasn't safe. So thank you very much. And I just turned around and walked back away from that area. You know, because like, you know, like I live on a mountain that's surrounded by nature. And if I want to go for a hike all by myself, I want to communicate and ask, is it going to be safe for me to be here right now? And nature will let you know if you ask. You just follow the signs that they're going to give you. Like it could be a scent. It could be an image. It could be something like a bee chasing you, you know, or anything like that. And it's like, okay, thank you. Nope. It's like, no, we don't want you to be here right now or for for whatever reason. You see what I mean? So that's actually another form of telepathic communication. It's asking permission. You know, it's inviting in and it's honoring what you receive, what you get, because it's all very important. You can ignore it and you can keep going. And next thing you know, you might come across, you know, some kind of danger. You don't, you know, who, who knows what it is. So very often we have these instinctual communications. Sometimes they seem irrational or unjustified. I remember one time I was supposed to fly to California for some kind of conference, and I was all excited about it. But just a week before, um, I kept getting this message of this image not to go. It wasn't going to be safe. And I'm like, seriously? And, you know, I contacted a friend of mine who did some readings and said, you know, what, do you, what can you tell me about this? And it was like, I had to trust this instinct. And I thought, oh, my gosh, how do I cancel you know, my flight or my conference fee, because it just was very persistent, kept coming up in my face. No, you should not be traveling right this time. Perhaps it was this particular flight or something could have happened. And I really had to just honor that and say, okay, no, for some reason, I'm not meant to go right now. And that's okay. I Thank you. I got the message loud and clear. I don't always know why, but sometimes that happens. So, again, that might be more intuitive, you know, because there's kind of a fine line between feeling something that's intuitive and getting a message, you know, whether it's a thought, an image, a packet of information. So, intuitive information, when we get that from guides or angels and stuff, um, for me, it comes in as an instantaneous packet, I might hear a word, see an image, feel an emotion, and go, oh, so this is what happened. Okay, got it. And as I start to voice it or express it, the whole thing unravels, and the information just comes through. Do you see what I mean? It can be really eye-opening, and it's always loving and compassionate. It's not intended to instill fear or doubt or limitations. You know, a highly tuned and conscious being um, doesn't encourage those kinds of things. It's only the lower vibrating, denser energies or darker kind of beings that love to instill fear and trauma on others because that feeds that, feeds that dark energy. And it keeps us limited and stuck, which then they can easily take our power. It's like, okay. Humanity has been under kind of a deep 
kind of a programming or hypnosis for a very long time where we've been told since the time we were young, you know, this is the way life is. This is what you have to do. This is what you should do. This is what you should not do. This is how we participate. And if you go outside the box here, there's going to be consequences, you know, and, and we hear these things over and over again. And we hear things from our society, our media, our social media, um, you know, our teachers, our textbooks, our religions, you know, these are the consequences or this is what you should do. This is what's happening. And if it's encouraging fear, it's not correct. It's actually not good. You know, it's one thing to have awareness of something so you can choose something different, but it's another thing to give your power away to fear or to anybody or anything outside of yourself. You know, how many times do we do that? We do it all the time. You know, we say, oh, well, because of my boss, I've got to do this. Or because of my partner, I have to do this. Or because of my mother-in-law. Or because of my limitations in my bank account. Or whatever it is. It's like every time we do that, we're giving our power away. Instead of really strengthening our intuitive connection to our divine beingness and that unified field of unlimited possibilities, you know, that God consciousness or that universal consciousness, you know, the more we can strengthen, and I call it our vertical power axis. And if you've listened to my previous radio shows, you've probably heard me talk about that, where when we are strong, we are grounded and solid, putting our roots down into the earth. We bring energy into our heart center, and then we open up our crown chakra and connect with our higher self, our soul self, our divine spirit, our universal life force, and we just breathe that energy in and bring that beautiful divine consciousness in, that high, vibrating, loving, golden energy in a sense. When we can stay aligned in a vertical way like that, we're very empowered. We can manifest more instantly. We can communicate more easily as well. And, but every time we have those fears and doubts and traumas and limitations and concerns, I call those, that's the horizontal plane, and it pulls us off center. And that's where we get pulled into that limitation of our third dimensional reality. Third dimension that we've been living in on this planet Earth for a very long time has almost been like a school in a sense you know it's really we're kind of coming out of that deep slumber of being limited you know so the more we open up our consciousness field and expand it out and connect with others we can intuitively feel you know if you think you have a maybe a misunderstanding with a friend or a family member You can expand your awareness out, quiet your mind, and just feel into their energy field and see how they're responding or feeling. doesn't matter if they're nearby. You're going to pick up on their feelings and their emotions. Again, that's more of an intuitive sense as opposed to telepathic, which is more of a thought transfer. You see what I mean? There is a distinct difference. So a lot of times everybody wants to just develop their intuitive nature, which is great, and you should. But I think it's really important to develop your telepathic abilities, your abilities to receive information, to broadcast information, to send information. 
So do you see how that can be quite different in a way? So there's really a number of things that we can do. First, and just to give you a kind of a basic outline, we definitely have to ground, connect with the earth, send down your grounding cord, send down your, your roots being solid on the earth. Very often, for myself, when I was younger and learning all these abilities that fascinated me, we can be very ungrounded when we're going into all these consciousness skills and higher vibrating things, but we're not grounded. And that can really pull us off balance a little bit. So before, when you meditate, when you do any kind of metaphysical ability, skills, or techniques, it's always important to ground, even just every day. Um, center yourself. You know, connect with your higher self, your guides, your angels, this divine unified field. Be very intentional about what you're asking. You know, be very specific what you're communicating. If you're asking a question or communicating something, be laser-like and fine-tuned. You know, use your intention. And release your attachment to it. Don't expect certain answers. Don't expect it to come in a specific way or from a specific person. And allow yourself to just quiet the mind and connect more with your heart center. Okay? To feel. So we tend to be a society that has been taught to be in our heads, in our ego mind, right? It's a very limited space in there. (laughs) And some of our consciousness abilities in the third dimension have been turned off or limited. So do you know that we only use 10% of our brain, which is in the frontal lobe, um, is our conscious brain. The other 90% of our brain is our subconscious and unconscious mind. So we are, as we go through this kind of ascension process that we're going through right now, the great awakening, they call it, um, we're actually going to be activating much more of our consciousness. Okay. Excuse me. So that's interesting. I'm thinking, oh, was that a message? (laughs) So, but anyway, the more we utilize our conscious abilities, the easier it's going to be. So we're moving into a time, the whole ascension process is not like we're going to ascend and all of a sudden we're going to have enlightenment. Well, that may be a wonderful idea and a wonderful thought, but that's not actually how it works. Every day we can be ascending to a higher vibrational state and a higher vibrational state. And it's, it's like a step process that we keep expanding and expanding. We're expanding on what we know. We're expanding on what we do. We're expanding our thoughts. We're expanding our abilities. And we integrate that on a daily basis. And then we keep expanding further. And we integrate that. And we keep expanding further. And we integrate that. That's the ascension process. And from my understanding and the training that I've had as I'm a licensed avatar master that I started back in 1990 and I used to teach the avatar training, Um, but it's the more you expand and you release the fears, doubts, and limitations because you know with certainty 
I used to have, you know, the more I would practice and use these tools and these skills, the more I would say even my degree of certainty in my unlimitedness is unlimited. Like my certainty kept growing and expanded, expanding. So we all have that. It's just learning how does the consciousness work? What are all the bells and whistles behind the scene that we can utilize? Because we are taught to be in more of our left brain, our linear logical thinking brain, and not so much our intuitive, spiritual, creative brain. I mean, many people are very creative. And basically, all creative abilities, whether it's music, art, singing, anything, is actually intuitive downloads from the flow of this um, unified field of unlimited potential. So allow yourself to connect more in your heart center, connecting with your guides, connecting with your higher self, with your angels, and use discernment. If something doesn't feel right, let it go. Intend to connect with the highest vibe only, the higher vibrational beings only. Be very clear with that. Learn to trust. I say this to my students all the time. Trust the process. Trust the information. Trust when you access higher dimensional information. The frequency is different from your imagination. It's far more expansive. It's more multi-layered. It's rich with subtle textures and nuances. Feel all those things and trust it. You can always ask for confirmation in a way that you can't miss it, right? Until you get it or you no longer want it. And it may come in many different ways. Ask for confirmation. Is this correct? Is this true? Is this real? Acknowledge and be thankful. Acknowledge your connection with your guides and angels. So you create an internal state of awareness that the connection is always there. And you may begin to receive more and more information. If I know that I'm always connected to my guides, my angels, and their presence, um, and, you know, I even have, like we all do, many of us come from other star races, in a sense, and there's billions of them out there. But I knew a long time ago, I felt very connected to, especially my Pleiadian family, um, And I've had many connections and insights and communications with them. And it's really a fascinating thing to do. But just acknowledge that you are connected and that I do have an expanded state of awareness, which is totally unlimited. So, like I said, every time we expand a little further, we expand a little further, and we learn something new, and we practice something new, and we integrate it, we keep expanding our awareness until we realize there's no limit to it. You can keep going. It's not like you get to the end of the internet and say, yep, I know everything there is to know. Done. (laughs) It doesn't work that way, right? So also be grateful for the connection. Gratitude is really a big help. Everything that you're grateful for, you're going to receive more of. So really open up to a state where you can receive more messages, more information, more love, more guidance more intuitive hits, more feelings. And just repeat it. Keep practicing until you really excel at it. So you can keep practicing knowing that each time you try to connect, you're strengthening this ability. So I'm going to open it up to some questions, but I also want to just mention before I get there, 
so I don't forget. Um, I'm going to be offering a class in this. It's online. And like Claudia said, it's going to be in a couple of weeks, which will be Tuesday, July 25th. It'll be at 6.30 p.m. I'm making these classes very affordable people for people. It's, it's only $39. And you will also get the replay. You'll get a PDF as well. Um, just like with this, this podcast, it'll be recorded so it's just in case you miss it. But I also want to mention that I want to offer a discount. So if somebody wants to have a personal session with me, I call them my um, spiritual intuitive healing sessions. I'm going to offer $30 off for anyone who's listening. My personal website for one-on-one consultations is ultimatehealing.com. I've had that since the 90s, ultimatehealing.com. You can either do biofield clearing, but if you want to do a spiritual intuitive session with me where I connect with your angels, your guides, your higher self, with your permission, your Akashic records, and you can ask very specific questions and get some insights. So the discount code, if you go to ultimatehealing.com and scroll down until you see intuitive spiritual healing, the discount code is SPIRIT30 off. So SPIRIT with a capital S, S-P-I-R-I-T, 30 off, O-F-F. If you, and it's all one word kind of. If you put that in um, when you go to check out, it'll give you $30 off. So you're welcome to do that. So let me just do a quick check with Claudia to see if we have any questions that have popped up. Yes, Claudia. we do. We do. We okay. have uh, people that are ready to ask questions. So anyone that wants a question to Jane, press number one. Okay, and we have three numbers and, and I, I have three spots right now and I want you to let me know which one resounds to you, number one, number two, or number three. Well, I always want to start with number three. It's okay, a sacred so we geometry number. we're bringing 805708 to the show. Can I have your first name and where are you calling us from? Hi, Claudia. This is John in California. Hello. 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 Welcome. Hi. Thank you. So what is your question? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I kind of mm-hmm. dozed off there a little bit. I wanted to know, uh, I had an epiphany at the beach, and the whole world opened up to me. The clouds weren't opening. There were no clouds. And so I'm expecting something coming in and uh, because I felt it in my body, and I wanted to know about the finances. That's where I think it's coming in for me, and I wanted to know if, what, what you're picking up, please. Hmm, that's kind of interesting because I haven't necessarily attuned to you specifically, um, you know, with your permission, stuff like that. But if you're picking up that it has to do with finances, I think it more has to do with abundance, just flowing, like really coming in. It's like things Uh-oh. are opening up and things are just really kind of starting to flow in a very different manner financially. And that's happening for a lot of us right now. We're going through a major shift with all around the entire planet right now with our financial constraints that we've had for a long time, the limitations around it. And we're moving into an expanded state of abundance, which should be our natural state. So we have been kind of intentionally kept limited, stuck, taxed to death and in debt and all that stuff. And it's like, that's not how it should be. You know, we should be able to 
live, grow, heal, and prosper. We have absolutely everything we need on this planet in a very abundant way. So you're probably tuning into that. It's an opening to abundance in many ways, not just finances, but that's one that's going to really start to open up for everybody. So I'll bet you that's what you're tuning into. Does that help? Yeah, that helps because it was like unbelievable the feeling that I got. It was such mm-hmm. joy and such it was like knowingness. The whole world was opening up. And then um, I'm going to a wedding in Idaho in October. And then my brother said, "I'd like to give you uh, my timeshare in Cabo San Lucas, and he's going to pay the airfare and everything. So I'm going to bring a girlfriend with me, and we're going to do that. So in a way, the world is opening up because I'm going places. There you go." You've got you know? evidence. You've got <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Good. Well, have, have a good time. And when I, when I get the message, uh, when you went to Cabo San Lucas, there's a whale uh-huh. message that you'll get over there. So just let us know when you get that message what it is. And thank you for calling. Oh, I will. Thank you, Claudia. You're welcome. Whales and dolphins have been trying to communicate with us telepathically for a long time. But go ahead. Who's the next caller? And it makes sense, right, Jane, that if we are yeah. opening our telepathic communications, that the number one in the list would be whales and dolphins, which I think they are the masters in that yes. communication. Very cool. Okay. So anyone that wants to have a question, press number one. So now we have a 203 number or a 917. Mm-hmm. What feels better? How about 203? I'm familiar okay. with that area code. Mm-hmm. So let's bring Pat from Connecticut. Yep. Hello. Thank you. Enjoying the show. Awesome. Um, I have, um, I've been trying to figure out what questions to ask because there's so many, but I realize what's on my heart is I've been um, single for almost 30 years. About a year ago, I decided I was ready to manifest some of in. What's happened to me lately is I've had really kind, good people come in my life, which is very new. There are two men. There are two men. One is I just have such love for him. And he said to me yesterday, you know, his frustration about finding a, a wife. He is 12 years younger than me. I want a friendship with him. The love's incredible. Um, Mm-hmm. So there's him and there's another man that I ran into a while ago and suddenly there he was in the driveway of my friend that was selling me my car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and bizarrely, I don't know where this came from. I saw curly hair. I didn't even see him. I said, is this the man I'm going to marry? And out he comes and we're like, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Anyway, he took my number. Um, so that's these, cool. These, mm-hmm. Yeah, these two may be just friends, but the first one, Sam, do you see it safe for me to work for him? I really need um, money to, you know, pay for this this new used car, and I just, go ahead. So what I was getting when you were explaining both people, in a sense, the minute you talked about the second guy, everything went, yes, yes, yes. There are no accidents. Everything was very synchronistic and coincidental and on purpose. So there was a connection that was happening on purpose. You can still have somebody that you love, care about. They can even be a soulmate for a period of time just to kind of teach you a particular or show you a particular thing. But 
for some reason, I got a tremendous amount more energy on the second person. So that okay. was just like, like a big opening, like a big yes. Like, so just pay attention. And I want you to be aware that as a female, we are magnetic. So when you put your intention out there and you just said it yourself, I'm ready for a relationship. I'm ready to magnetize the right person. Right. So, you know, women don't go out and chase. That's more electrical. That's what men do. We magnetize. We draw them in, you know. So just put mm-hmm. your loving, beautiful, passionate energy out there and be very clear with what you want. You know, what type right. of person, what type of relationship. doesn't matter which one, but it's a matter of this is what I want in a relationship, you know. Okay. okay. So well, that might be it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Is it, would it be a, a good thing f- to work for the first one, Sam? He will. I know he will try and help me if, yeah. if work comes. I mean, I get that there's a purpose to your relationship with him for sure. You know? Okay. But it may not be, you know, it may or may not be. Who knows? I'm not the one to tell you necessarily, but you know, a long-term romantic thing, but there's definitely a purpose there. So you might want to just enjoy it and explore it and even ask, you know, what is our purpose here for us connecting in such a loving way? Like we may have had previous lives together. We may be here to really assist each other in something particular. No, so, I'm not looking for I'm not looking for a long-term romance with him. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm asking business-wise, would it be in my highest interest to if he hired me for some work. Well, in a way, that's what we were just talking about. There's a specific okay. purpose for your connection with him, and that may be what it is. Okay. For, for me, that's more purpose-driven driven, as opposed to the synchronistic, magical connection with the second person. Right. Okay. It's more what-driven? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that word. Well, the first one's more purpose-driven, like there's more of a connection and a purpose behind it. And if there's some love and positive energy with it, then it's going to be a good thing. I see. This is lovely. Thank you. Thank you both. Well, good luck. Thank you, Beth. Yes. And and one of the things that you mentioned before, and I was thinking of that while you were talking with Pat, Jane, is uh, the automatic writing. I am... Mm -hmm. Thinking that a good idea for Pat would be to ask exactly the question, is it on my highest purpose to work for the first one? And put it there and start writing, write, 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 write automatically without any mm-hmm. uh, filters, anything that comes into your mind, and you'll be amazed at the messages that you will get. Absolutely. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So, do you have time for one more? I do, if you do, sure. Okay, so let's go with 917. Welcome okay. to see you. Can you uh, give us your first name and where are you coming us from? Oh, sure. My first name is Tim, and I'm calling from New York. Hi, Hi Tim. <laughs> so, what's your question? Um, well, it, you know what? It's almost like I don't even have a question. Okay. <laughs> I will, okay. I'm ready for the 25th. Uh, okay. I've been suggested automatic writing, all these other things. Uh, I just know, uh, like you talk about how the fear uh, controls you. It's like I'm mm. uh, meditating 10, 15 minutes, but 
walking around the 3D world, every time my phone rings or I have to deal with something, it's like I just feel the fear. So I want to move past that. So Yeah, yeah. I'm registering now, so I will I'll talk to you on the 25th, and, I, and, and uh, probably an individual session as well. But uh, I guess I don't really have a question, except I'm ready well, to work and excited to uh, be able to tune in to my guides and uh, move forward. Yeah. So I want to just tell you something that I picked up on when you were saying that. You know, like when your phone rings and it's like, oh, turn into the fear. It's like, oh, crap, is this another scam or marketing call? All this stuff, you know? And it's like, because you're, you're kind of um, shifting and raising your vibration. And those lower vibrational energies don't even feel comfortable anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't even want to go there anymore. So exactly. that's, kind of, that's kind of what you're picking up on. And, and you're definitely shifting your vibration. So that's really a good thing, you know? So good. I look forward to seeing you in our class and just, uh, you know, we'll develop this more and more. So, and, so just so you know, too, go to awakenmywisdom.com. Mm-hmm and click on online classes. And if you scroll down, because there's a series of different things, but I have one class which is free, the first one, and that's just becoming 5D beings. What does that mean? Because a lot of people don't understand what that means. So anyone can go and you can click on that link and you can watch kind of the first video, the first class for free. But then the next one down is going to be telepathic communication. Um, And you can just click on that one and sign up and register. Okay. Sounds great. Can't wait to talk to you. Thanks a lot. Both of you guys enjoy your Friday. Thank you. You too. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Tim. That was fun. (laughs) Yeah, so that's the end of today's show. Is there anything else that you wanted to say before we finish today? No, I just want to encourage people to really open themselves up to so much more potential that we have. And it's just exciting. So I love sharing this information with people and encouraging people and inspiring people and making it easy for them and affordable. So anyway, thank you so much for having me here. Thank you for listening, everybody. And I hope that you go to awakenmywisdom.com and really want to learn some more. Or if you want to do a private session with me, go to ultimatehealing.com and put in the code SPIRIT30OFF when you go to book a session. Okay? Thank you.